uh, should we start with an opening prayer like Mary did with her first podcast? Yes. <laughs> Isn't that how all Utah things start? I know. And she's not even Mormon. I know. What was that about? It's just a Utah thing. It <laughs> Mormon or not, it's just a Utah thing. Whichever religion you have, you're going right. to flex for everybody? Exactly. <laughs> yup, yup, yup. <laughs> Well, welcome to Couples Who Bravo Together. We'll see what happens to Couples Who Bravo Together each week. Um, I'm Victoria. I'm Brian. Um, we are married. We've been married tw- 21. We just celebrated our 21st anniversary. Yes. Yeah. Um, born and raised in Utah. Yes. Yeah. And now we live in uh, Reno, Nevada. Yes. Um, I do a, a segment on Radio From Hell for those who are in Salt Lake and every time I'm on, Bill likes to remind everybody that I'm from the biggest... What's the call? I know we've lived here for how many years? Anyway. Yeah, it's the biggest little city in the world. I, don't, I think he refers to it wrong. I, oh, well... It's the biggest little city... Biggest little city in the what world. What does that even mean? It means that... Oh, you know. It's a very... Well, it's a very old-time thing, but it's a... It's a small city. Yeah. But it used to draw a lot more people and so mm. it had it was sort of like las vegas where you have a lot of visitors mm. and so it was a little city with a lot of people in it yeah yeah and so now are we still a little city with a lot of people in it we're a medium-sized city with medium-sized people in it <laughs> i guess we'll take that i guess that's how they got us here we're medium people yes yes <laughs> medium people in a medium pond <laughs> Speaking of which, we're both lawyers. Yes. So, are we accomplished? Would you say? No. I, no. Say <laughs> I think other people would say we are, but... Yeah. <laughs> but I guess if you, if you take into consideration the medium pond, medium people, medium city, it's medium accomplishments? Right. Are lawyers accomplished? I know. I mean, we're not doctors. We're not- <laughs> I mean, we're not solving COVID. We're not solving cancer. We're, um, we're doctors of law. That yeah. is... that. <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyway, so we, <laughs> we are accomplished, which is why sure. we're, we watch Bravo, right? Yes. I think they have nothing to do with each other. Again, one of the things that's been so fun to talk about on Radio From Hell is they Bill, again, likes to remind everybody, too, that I'm a lawyer. And he constantly is pointing out that... You seem smart. Why do you watch these shows? <laughs> so I think you're even smarter than me. But we're probably, like on paper, equally smart, just different strengths. But I don't think that has anything to do with what kind of TV you watch. But it could. No, I, I, don't, I don't think it does. I mean, but we get a lot of shit for this. We get a lot of shit for watching Bravo. Do we? I mean, you do. Well, I guess, let me exaggerate. Yeah. Mom, Jerry, I know you're listening. You gave us a lot of crap. You gave us so much crap for watching Bravo. <laughs> true, true. I, there is some judgment that comes along with yes. it, sure. I kind of like it, though. Right. Because I feel like, in a way, then we have this opportunity to elevate it. Right. No, I think it, it's... Um, I, I mean, they say you can't script um, some things, and... and uh, there are things in Bravo that you definitely cannot script. No, no. Right. I think that's a great way to put it. Like, I think the producers enhance, like they have great subjects to work Mm -hmm. with. I think there's a lot of work that goes into like casting and 
um, who they put on the show. But I like how you just put that. Like, you can't script it. Yes, they can produce it. They can cut it. They can put together footage. Mm-hmm. But And they could even have them reshoot some footage. But, right. like, really? Right. Like, this, it's, it's not scripted. It's produced. Right. No, I, I, I don't think it's scripted. It's produced. It, it is definitely not scripted. But I think it just goes back to... Um, I, I think there was... I, I I don't know if anyone's ever said it or who said it if they if it was said that um they're like real life is sometimes stranger than fiction totally and like some of the situations that come up in these shows mm-hmm. just are just bizarre totally and dramatic and um so so there's I I don't think in a scripted show you could even come up with some of mm. the things because I, I think a scripted show is actually more controlled mm. than than these mm. situations. A scripted show is written by a smart person <laughs> trying to make a point, right? Trying to have a theme, trying to have a plot. Yes, and it comes out very um, organized. And these these types of shows just don't have that. No. I mean, they're just. I think they are put in situations and just react. Yeah. And I don't think the, I, I think it would be very difficult for the best writer in the world to write a script that matches that. No, I think that's a great point because like, like I, you can tell too, like I think the appeal of these is, you know, putting certain people together and at some point, like, they really do forget the cameras are on them. Yeah. And if you're scripting something, that's a great point. Like, when you go into producing it and writing it, like, that actor is putting on a certain scene and a certain character. And, like, they're very aware of what they're being looked at. And I think maybe that's why some of the stuff comes out is because they really are just being themselves. And they forget. They forget the cameras are there. And mm-hmm. maybe that's why we see so many weird things come out that you wonder, why? How could they let that happen on TV? It's because you forget. Right. You forget right. that. Right. you're just being you and then there's these cameras around. and I've heard so many of the cast members say that right. that when they there's get, stop noticing the cameras because they're just always there right right mm-hmm. yeah interesting yeah. Yeah. interesting well we will see then when we take the, we'll see what people think uh, see uh, we don't I'm not here to convince anybody of anything because I know what we like but um, they can see our take on it and I don't know I think we are elevating a little bit um, so um, so then I was thinking about to get us started we're going to talk about Salt Lake we're from Salt Lake we watch all most of the Bravo shows but Salt Lake is near and dear to our heart and so super excited that they finally brought a franchise there um, but before we get to that um, I was thinking about since we're doing this the first time that I started watching Bravo because we have not been there from the beginning. We are, we weren't there because our real housewives of Orange County was, I think like the first franchise that, that took off and did its thing. So we weren't there from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. And so I was thinking about how long I've been watching Bravo and like my first introduction to it. And I was introduced to it through my friend, Michelle, um, when I was, um, teaching in Las Vegas. And, um, and I think, if I remember correctly, well, I remember her talking about it so much. And I had the same judgment that has been directed at me and or us. And I um, thought, well, whatever. Um, I, I would let her talk about it. And I, I can't remember the thing that she was talking about. Like, I remember something about talking about Aviva's leg on New York. Uh, she had this uh, artificial leg and she ended up like putting it on a table in the middle of a fight. And I'm like, what? 
Anyway, so I can't remember exactly what I started watching. Knowing my style of things, I'm thinking I just jumped into the middle of something. So if I remember correctly, I jumped into the middle of season uh, I'm four or five of Beverly Hills. For some reason, I think that's what I jumped into first. But then you can tell me what you remember me doing and then how you first met Bravo, which would probably be through me. But that's what I remember first and then just jumping in. And then from there, I remember binging Beverly Hills. Like, I just remember, like, going to town on it. And I just know the kind of shows we watch. And there was just something about it that I just thought, Brian's going to love this. <laughs> I don't know why. And I think it's because of what we appreciate about TV. But that's what I recall. And so that means uh, I've been watching Bravo since, I'll say, almost 10 years, I would guess. Maybe, like, 20... Maybe not quite 10 years. Maybe, like, 2013, 2014 is when I started watching it. But what do you recall is... Maybe when I started watching Bravo or when you started watching it. Yeah. So that's a really interesting question because we get to see how our stories line up. Oh, I love this! <laughs> Married couples. Right. So you had me at the beginning. <laughs> yes. We, um, I, I remember um, your friend Michelle uh, talking to you about it. Yeah. I, what I remember is that we started with New York. And we just started at the beginning. Maybe I, I, you, you mentioned you watching Beverly Hills before we started watching it together. Maybe. Yeah. I don't have that memory, but what I remember is you saying that, um, your friend really, really liked these shows Mm -hmm. and we, we should watch them over the holiday break. Mm. So basically taking like the two weeks between uh, around Christmas and New Year's and watching um, The Real Housewives of New York. From the beginning? From the beginning. Yeah, I vaguely remember yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's my memory is, is that um, you got recommended it by your, by your friend mm-hmm. and we watched The uh, Real Housewives of New York from the beginning over um, the two weeks of the holiday break. Hmm. Yeah. I remember that. I do remember like watching New York from the beginning. Yeah. And I wonder now, as you have, uh, not that I can remember the rule of evidence, but have refreshed my recollection, um, uh, that uh, I remember, I think I had been watching Beverly Hills and then maybe I went to New York and then that's what we started together. And then I, I now I kind of remember too, like taking you through Beverly Hills and maybe by the time we got to that stuff with Taylor in season two or three, yeah. I was like so excited to share that with you. So it probably like a lot of stuff going on. It would make sense too that maybe I got through quite a bit of something before I was like, oh, let's really try this. But no, you're right. I do remember binging New York together. Yeah. Um, in our in our Vegas apartment. Yes. So I love that. And this this is just the beginning, friends, of <laughs> Brian and I remembering things. <laughs> Even yes. if it's an an episode we watched in just the week, the couple days previous. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, and uh, just for those who are listening very carefully, as we learn, people pay attention to what you put out into the universe. Um, we have clinking glasses because we have our cocktails with us. Um, uh, I they can hear that. Uh, we'll we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out how much they can hear. And I see your candies like queued up for eating. I'm not sure if they'll be able to hear that crunching, but we're ready for uh, it. I, go for that it. That would be very. It would be very loud. I'm not going to do. No, that. go for it. We can see how good this audio really is. But in case, but anyway, so I'm drinking tequila and this pet, this San Pellegrino that's a mix of pomegranate and orange. It's delicious. Yeah. Kind of like a makeshift. Not quite Paloma, because the Paloma would be great for juice and tequila. But anyway, it's delicious. Yeah. And of course, like, we enjoy Bravo and um, cocktails or wine. So yes. what do you have, Brian? I have uh, vodka mixed with um, 
Sp- diet Sprite. Oh, diet. I'm, I'm very vain, so it's, of course, <laughs> Diet Sprite to reduce the calories. That's so That's my... so housewives of you. Yes. <laughs> All right, well, let's cheers to our first podcast. All right, cheers. cheers. All right, let's see. All right, so um, let's jump into Salt Lake then. There's so much to talk about. So, again, we're going to spend most of our time talking about Salt Lake. Um, season two premiere just happened. Um, I could not believe that Jen's arrest was the first two minutes of the episode. Yeah. That, so my prediction, so we've been through quite a few Bravo now together. We watch so much. So my thinking is they have so much more to give us, right? People have been talking about Jen's arrest for months already. Mm -hmm. We kind of knew what the events were that were leading up to it and going around it. Um, I guess my optimism is that we just have so many amazing things coming this season and they, this, they saw no reason to hold back. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think there's definitely more to come. Um, uh, yeah, I think we'll definitely see more. Um, I have to say the, the this storyline of who tipped off the <laughs> people who arrested her seems a little odd to me because, um, it's not anyone on the cast. I mean, give me a break. It's like the FBI calls uh, Bravo Production and says, where are you filming today? Um, we're the FBI. Where are you filming today? Bravo Production says, oh, my God, the FBI? Um, we're filming here. Okay, thanks. Oh. And then they show up. I mean, this is not a great conspiracy yeah. um, uh, about someone someone telling her where she is so they could arrest her. Yeah. If there's someone uh, providing evidence or testimony to the oh. FBI, I don't I don't know. Oh. But yeah. That's a great question. That's a really great point about like what they mean by who tipped off the feds. Right. Do they mean who tipped off the feds to arrest her or who tipped off the feds to the case? Right. I right. guess my thought was when I first heard that question was they meant about the case. Do you think they mean about the arrest? It sounded like they meant the arrest, oh, but then thinking about it more, it could be about like who put them onto the case, mm. and you maybe maybe it was. Yeah, I I don't know, hmm. but I think that's going to be an interesting question for the season: is did someone with a grudge against Jen just say, "Hey FBI, you might want to look at this person," right? Um, that's interesting. So when it, this first happened, like Radio from Hell reached out and said they wanted me to come and talk about it. Yeah. And I told them my take on it was this had nothing to do with the show. And this is, I don't know anything about federal investigations. You and I have not practiced full disclosure in federal criminal law. No. Um, we don't know, but we know a lot of stuff. <laughs> but my take on it was based on my, of course, watching things. And so my thinking was about like that docuseries McMillions. Mm-hmm. And like how long it took them to build that case. Yeah. That was I probably it was years. It was years of them building a case, right. right? So I guess I just assume that's how all federal cases are. That it takes a long time to build, and like for them to get their indictments together and get everything together. So my thinking is like they've been watching her for a while, and mm-hmm. maybe the show like like advanced it fast. I don't know, but I, I mean, what, do you have any pedestrian knowledge or even like actual knowledge about federal cases or do you think that's possible or? That's possible. I mean, the McMillian's case would have been a much bigger case because yeah, going after McDonald's. Yeah, um, that would be, not the same as Jen Shaw. Not, I mean, I, nothing against Jen Shaw, but she is not 
the McDonald's Corporation. No. Um, so, and that's an interesting question. Mm-hmm. Was the uh, FBI, the federal government, looking at her before mm-hmm. she started the show? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, that's possible. That's definitely possible. Mm-hmm. Or was it that she got on the show and um, someone because now she's a public figure or mm. more in the limelight. So someone says something or they start looking at it. Um, yeah. I think that's an interesting question. And hopefully the, the season will answer whether this was something that was um, ongoing before yeah. she was on the show or whether it started after she was on the show. Because it, that could be interesting if suddenly she's on the show and... and someone knew something yeah. and started talking. Or, yeah. And it's not even you have to start talking to the FBI. You just say, hey, you might want to look at this person. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So two thoughts. First is um, I, we aren't even there. We're not even in her circle of influence. Mm-hmm. And things were look sketchy. Like she, she and Stu, remember that, that clip yeah. from last yeah. season where they're in her office? It doesn't look like there's anybody in that office. Right. And she's, roller skating around which told me like there's nobody in that office right so there's that but then my question for you which i think you would know and i don't know anything about would be like their money like shaw's got to make a decent amount of money by being whatever kind of coach he is for the u right like what do you think about their money is that hers is it his uh that's a good question that's a really really good question because honestly as a football coach um, the head coach makes a lot of money. Mm. The high level coaches make a lot of money. I I don't know that he would make a ton of money. Mm. Um. In the coaching position that he's in, mm. um, he had before he became a coach. He had other things going on, mm. so maybe he made money that way. Oh, yeah. Because he, I mean... That makes sense. I, I don't know. I mean, he played football at the University of Utah, mm. early 90s, mid-90s. I remember him being one of the media people mm. um, that was um, uh, like a reporter or a sideline person for um, Utah football when they were televising games. Mm. I don't know if he had other things going on. My sense is he is very successful. Yeah. Um, I, so I guess that's my impression is Mm. he, he, he was very successful. Um, he's coaching because it's his passion. I don't know how much he makes. It's probably, it's, I mean, it's, I would guess it's not a ton of money, Hmm. um, in his position. Yeah. Um, what's like not a ton, a couple hundred thousand, a hundred thousand. Like, do you think he's making over a hundred? I mean, and also, I'm sure of our two listeners. I, I, I bet we have like two listeners, and I bet like one of them will do their research and come and like fact check us. Yes. But like, <laughs> well, it, he would probably. It's probably public record. I mean, yeah. it, it's a government. Mm. It's a public um, salary. Yeah, so, I guess we'll have to um, look it up. Sorry, sorry, oh. Sharif Shaw. People are going to start. <laughs> Um, I guess that's the, I'm like, I'm like, he's got to make in tons, but no, I think all of it combined would make sense. It's just hard to know. I mean, it's yeah. not, you're right. Like he's not winning him. He's not at the top. No, he's not at the top yeah. and he's not the offensive corner. He's not the defensive yeah, corner. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean uh, maybe, 
I, he might be in the six figures hmm. because the football programs right uh, make a lot of money. Yeah, it's and, legit. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah. I mean they're able to pay. Uh, so yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm gonna be super judgy, and I mean, whatever it is, like, I mean, she spends a lot. Yeah, and on all kinds of things, on her stuff, on her like, obviously her face and her right. body, and right. so right. yeah. Anyway, well, I guess we can research that for another time. This is just pure speculation right now. <laughs> right, but that doesn't mean that she wasn't bringing in money well, and. Well, that was my know. point. So that was my point was like, if then this fraudulent, uh, I'm sorry, allegedly fraudulent uh, behavior was maybe like the main source of their income. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That would. I'm just. I'm just curious to find out too, like how much of their income was dependent on whatever it was that she was doing. Yeah. So. Um, I don't know. No. And she maintains her innocence and in all this. Like I I haven't like I've saved some of her stuff on social media, like immediately, like she's putting like free Jen Shaw and like all over her Instagram stories and her and so and for the record, I love her. I mean, I don't care. I think she, I, I mean, you know, I like diagnosing stuff. Like mm-hmm. so maybe she's a narcissist. I don't know. But I don't care. I love her. Yeah. <laughs> I love what she brings to the show. I think as long as she wants to be on the show, I think Bravo will let her. Yeah. Um, and that clip that we saw of like, she makes a joke about adding Kim Kardashian to her legal team. Like she seriously is not taking this fucking seriously. So (laughs) I mean, she isn't, she isn't, but she also knows how to perform. So we'll see. (laughs) I I, I think we also need to explain her saying Kim Kardashian to her legal team. Oh yes. For those. Yes. yes, For for our two listeners. For those, (laughs) um, millennials who might be listening to us, Kim Kardashian's father is Robert Kardashian, who was on the legal defense team for O.J. Simpson back in the day. So I think she was trying to refer to that. I think. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, because Kim, it, like, has been trying to pass the California bar without going to law school. Oh, my God. Yes. Really? No, that's how old we are. Oh, my no, God. And also, so. I, I could have these facts wrong as well. No, it's amazing. And this was before, like, the whole thing with Kanye and, like, them. I think they're getting divorced. Anyway. And so, yeah. No, she had decided. Oh, no. I know what it was. Like, there was when she was, she went to the White House to, like, talk about, like, helping someone get out of prison or maybe someone yes. who... Yes, right, right. So, after that, she um, had then, like, said she wanted to become a lawyer and seek out her legal career. Mm. And so, I don't know. Again, speculate half information that someone may have told me. I knew... I did read, like, she wanted a law school, but she wasn't... Or not law school. She wanted to pass the bar. And so that she was trying to, like, work with a mentor or, like, a like an, as an apprenticeship to like work towards trying to pass the bar. And like, I swear somebody told me, and I can't verify this, that she actually has tried to take it, but, or she's about to, no, she's trying to be a lawyer. And I so see. I think that's the joke that Jenna's making, but I love that I see. because you're right. She's trying to like follow in her father's footsteps. I love I, the OJ reference. I, and, and now the millennials are explaining it to me. No. <laughs> I, I thought she was referring to, um, uh, Robert Kardashian being on OJ's. Oh my god, I love that! But I love I that. Did not take know even that more. about Kim Kardashian. I knew she was involved in a criminal justice reform. Yeah, but I didn't yeah, know. yeah. She, no, but I say because of our age demographic, we're gonna take the OJ reference. <laughs> because of our age demographic, I think you take either one. Actually, it's so. true. Yes, totally, totally. Right. <laughs> anyway, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm super excited and. 
Um, Bill absolutely like criticized me, I think for a little bit of my like glee and like watching all this go down today. So, <laughs> um, but glee. I think it's gonna be great entertainment. Glee with Jen Shaw's. Yeah. Life. Yeah. He was it, like, it don't was... you feel a little bit of shame for like watching these people like go through this? No. I know. I don't feel shame. Yeah. That's interesting. He didn't say shame. He said like, dude, don't you feel bad about yourself? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Anyway, I'm like, absolutely not. And Gina absolutely, like, tied my back. She was like, don't feel bad for them. These people choose to put their lives in front of the camera. Right, so, right, anyway, right. But I, it's great entertainment. It is right. their lives, but it's also entertainment. It is, right. And and that's a good point. They choose to put it out there. Totally. Right? And, yeah. and I, I mean, for a long time, criminal arrests and criminal trials have been public entertainment. Oh, I mean, that's a great point. Right. That's a great like, point. This is not Did new. Bill ignore the O.J. Simpson trial? <laughs> Maybe. Did Bill ignore the Ted Bundy antics? I don't know. I mean... Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. We'll find out. <laughs> I mean, isn't that the whole... Uh, since TV was a thing, like, you see people getting arrested and hiding their face, uh, and I, I even, I'm like... Let, let's go back further than that. Um, public executions used to be a thing. Right. Let's watch someone get drawn and quartered. People right. get entertained by criminal, all, all kinds of criminal stuff. Right. So this is not new. During the French Revolution, they were cutting people's heads off See? in front of the public. And everybody so. was like clamoring to get that front row seat. Right, right. Splatter on me! Right. <laughs> anyway, it should, be, it should be fun. There's so much. Oh my gosh, this is just episode one. Um, let's see. Uh, real quick, the new housewife, Jenny Wynn. I love her. She's yes. smart. She's funny. She's smart. Her family's adorable. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about her so far? I liked her. Yeah. I mean, she's got a good story. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, her family was, um, her family was great. I, I mean, I, I, I think that when you are introduced to the new housewife, it's always a very positive thing. Yeah. So we'll see if there's some crazy underneath there. Yeah. But, um, she seemed... I, I really liked her as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my, uh, my thought is, um, I, you know, um, is why she's there. Um, cause we didn't lose a housewife, you know, there's no, like I, I said before, like on Raider from Hell, like there's no perfect number of housewives. It's about like d- the dynamic and the chemistry. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I don't think it was about like adding a certain number or trying to replace anybody. Um, my theory right now is that Lisa doesn't have any friends and she needed a friend. So, because right now Lisa is going to be on the outs with Meredith. Um, she's on the outs with Heather and um, Whitney. And then, um, let's see, who else was she kind of talking to? Anyway, and so, like, she needed a friend. And so, you know, the, we know, we know that the way new housewives get brought in is through a friend. Mm-hmm. And so Lisa's the one that brought her in. And so yeah. not only is Jenny legit, I think, as a new housewife, but I'm like, I think she's also going to be, Lisa's hoping she's going to be one of her allies and a friend for her mm-hmm. because she doesn't, from what I can tell, I don't think she has anybody right now because she and Meredith used to be tight, but they're right. obviously struggling. Right. No, that's a good point. She could be um, part of the Lisa... Jen Shaw. Yeah. Um, you know, Scott. Alliance. Right? Yes. Right. Yes. Ooh, I like Alliance. <laughs> <laughs> Is that? Yeah. That's funny. Shaw Alliance. <laughs> Jen, I am trademarking that. <laughs> um, so can't wait to see what she does. Um, actually, while we're talking about Lisa and Meredith real quick, like that storyline, I'm already bored by it. 
bit because like they're like they're like throughout the whole episode Meredith's talking about how she is really mad about Lisa comparing so Meredith is mad at Jen for Jen coming after Brooks in Meredith's opinion mm-hmm. and then um, Lisa's mad at Heather for coming after her like they think there's like all this you right. know and so Meredith Lisa has equated those two fr- those two frustrations of those fights right. and Meredith resents that and she mentioned it several times like how it's not the same as what's going on with Lisa and Heather um, and so I don't know if there really is friction between them or if they really have grown apart. It sounds like they kind of have. Mm-hmm. But I maintain this is Meredith trying to make herself relevant. She tried last season with her, the whole thing with her and Seth, like having marital problems. And so now she's coming out of the gate like this is my storyline. Like, but I, I don't know. I think she, maybe she'll do something else. But I just think the storyline, I, I hope it doesn't last too long because it's super boring already. And I, it, I can feel it lasting for a minute. Right, right. No, I get that. I think I've always had more of a fondness for Meredith than you have. <laughs> um, the stuff with Seth, yeah. Um, Why do you like her? I don't know. Hmm. I, I, I don't. Th- that's a good question. I'll have to. I'll have to think about that. But there's something about her that I have a fondness for. Yeah. Um, you're. But in light of all the evidence, yeah, the stuff with Seth was. I think very staged. Yeah. Um, very produced. Um, her outrage at um, Jen for the stuff with Brooks seems a little staged because, okay, now he has to tell Jen Shaw personally that he's gay. But mm, I feel like Meredith yeah. was playing that up. Yeah. Um, yeah. In the last season. Yeah. His, he, she, she was the one that was, yeah. I think, shining a light on his sexuality. I don't... Yeah. But now she's saying... Now she's trying to be per, uh, private about it. Yeah. Um, no, that's a great point. Because, like, while Jen shouldn't have said that or even, like, liked things where they're coming after that... Yeah. Yeah, it's not like it was something... She didn't out him. No. Yeah. I, I don't think Jen outed him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a nasty thing for Jen to... For sure. ...retweet. Um I don't. Yeah, I I think it is a little bit nasty for mm-hmm. Jen to um, retweet those things, mm-hmm. but um, you know he was a he was a part of the show last season. Yeah, you know? and, and he made it, and I mean they it was it was part of it. No, this is a tricky line. This is a tough line that Meredith's walking, and I meant mm-hmm. to pay attention to how old Brooks is, and I know someone will um, correct us. One of our two listeners will correct us. Um, but, uh, but, you know, that's one of the, the tropes that we see coming out on Housewives is like, don't go after the family and don't right. go after the kids. Right. And while Brooks is technically her child, like, I can't recall, um, except for maybe Brielle when she took that picture of the cockroach in Nini's house on Atlanta, mm-hmm. like a child, an adult child really getting involved. Mm-hmm. And Brooks, like his, I think he's really brought it to another level and so I don't know what we do with that, you know, if he's going to, you know, have a confessional and, you know, and, and point out that he saw Jen's vagina. And actually, I don't know. I mean, we can see what Jen did on social media. We don't know what Brooks did. We haven't seen that. So maybe right. that's the line that's being drawn. But right. it's an interesting world that Salt Lake is taking us into with what to do with the kids. Yeah. Because we're dealing with a, an adult at this point. And, you know, then, you know, what do we do with that when he's trying to, you know, play? Right. Right, no, in the first season he had a confessional yeah. where he 
um, mentioned his displeasure with Jen yeah. and her visit. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. And that's um, a great point. Like, Meredith is the one that made the big deal about it by, like, not having her come over and right, keeping the family out. Right, so, anyway. Right. Anyway, we'll see. I mean, that thing, we're already talking about it, so. Right. Um, I loved Heather's comment when they were out at, uh, ordering food and she was like, I'm taking charge of ordering lunch because if I don't, I'm going to end up sharing a side salad with Mary. <laughs> and she, what did she say to me? Like, this is not the lunch that I had in mind. I'm going to eat. So who's you and who's me? <laughs> well, obviously I'm Heather. <laughs> and you're like, can I have a bite of that? <laughs> yes. Um, don't order fries around me because they will disappear. <laughs> um, yes. Whether or not they were ordered for you right. or for the person for next me to you. Or anybody else. No, yeah. also, but I love her move. This is where we can both relate to her, where she was like with her Prosecco. She's like, this is a bottomless Prosecco. So she's like, so if you see it, I think she said like get to a certain point, just keep it filling. I like yeah. that she called it. She made it her own bottomless Prosecco. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think that's a move we need to start making. Yeah, and it's a very important thing for all those waiters and waitresses out there. Like if you're doing bottomless and it's a little bit low, fill it up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Right. Get on that. Right. Yeah. Um, but also, we, I know we have to do things a little bit differently in Utah. When we drink in Utah, it's different than drinking. That's uh, a good point. Do they actually do a great bottomless point. in Utah? No, no. That's why I think she's making that joke. Uh, got yeah, it. so she's like instituting her own bottomless. But then also now I'm wondering if they couldn't refill it because they have to take the empty away, right? Before they can't, mm. you can't have more than, I don't know. I'd be curious to know how that works actually. That's interesting. I know. Or does Park City get special rules? I don't know. No, we're going to add the Boneyard to our list of places to go, and we'll go find out. Yeah, We'll investigate. Totally. totally. We'll, we will return and report. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> um, anyway, and then um, the last thing I wanted to mention was that Mary showed up. She's so entertaining. Mm -hmm. Like, And I realized that towards the end. I loved her in the reunions in season one, but her confessionals were hilarious. The comment, there was somebody who was talking about juice. I should have written it down. Somebody made a comment about, like, someone's juice. And she's like, juice? Ew. Because they were trying to use it as a metaphor anyway. And then she made a, she made a joke about her sense of smell, which is hilarious. Yeah, that was good. Um, and, um, yeah, I think she's going to bring it this season. Yeah. I mean, she's crazy, but she's entertaining for mm -hmm. sure. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that's always the interesting thing is um, you have um, – you know, it, you have these people who do these things and um, they're fun to watch. Yeah. Even if you're like, oh my God, I don't like this person, but right. they're still fun to watch. Yeah. So, no, yeah. totally. Yeah. No, I'm definitely coming around to her. I would say like overall, like there's none of them I don't, it's not that I don't like. Like Lisa's not my favorite, but I also like love talking about her and like, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say I don't like her, but overall, like I like all of them. Yeah. On some level. Right. I agree with that. Yeah. 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 Um, other than Whitney dropping the cake three times drunkenly. <laughs> four <laughs> Is, times. Oh, was it four times? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> we'll have to count. We have to rewatch and recount. Bless so. her heart. If you want a drinking game, just take a shot each time she drops the cake and you're going to be done in like 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, is there anything else that you, that jumped out to you or was Salt Lake? Um, from Salt Lake? Yeah. No, I can't think of anything. I mean, it will be interesting to see, um what exactly they're leading up to with Jen Child's arrest. I know. Um, I know. And who, what sort of tip off, uh, what they're talking about with that. So yeah. I think that will, that will be interesting. Yeah. It should be super entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. Mm -hmm. um, all right. Well, um, well, real quick, we'll talk about a couple other things that we watched on Bravo. Um, we pretty much watch all of it. Um, 
related to legal drama is Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So we're mm-hmm. ca- all caught up on that. Um, we've got Erica's legal drama. Um, I have shared my opinion many times in the, con- the confines of our house. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, her reactions, I, I don't love. And um, the way she's playing this up for the show, it's it's interesting to, to watch unfold, but it's also been frustrating because it feels, her, her participation feels extra produced. Um, but um, I, I'm not, I, I don't know. I, I mean, thoughts about her or the case or? Right. No, I, I think her reactions are very produced and not produced by the no. uh, producers of the show. Yes. I think, I, I mean, and this is really um snarky way to put it, but I, Erica looked up soap opera acting <laughs> and uh, tried to decide how a soap opera actress would respond to the situation and did that. Um, um, her so. best friend does seem to be Lisa Rinna. That's true. Was Lisa <laughs> Rinna on a soap opera? <gasps> Days of our lives! She was Billy! Oh! It's okay. You were never a 12-year-old girl. <laughs> I was never a 12-year-old girl. Anyway, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, no, we've had, we've had three now. How as soap opera actresses, right. so Lisa Rinna, Eileen, and then I think I think um, Denise had been on a soap opera uh, before. Yeah, anyway, yeah. yeah, no, no, her best friend's Lisa Rinna. So no, I'm just saying your instincts are right on. But no, yeah, I, I just I to me the re- the reactions mm-hmm, totally. from Erica are very much how do soap opera actors act? Totally, and that that's what it feels like to me. I don't think Erica had anything to do with the crimes. No. Um, uh, I don't think she no. had any, she had any knowledge or assistance in the crimes. Does she care yeah. about the victims of the crimes, alleged crimes? Mm. <laughs> um, does she care about the people who may have lost out on their settlements? Yeah. Um, I I that's a question mark for me. Yeah. Um, she's not acting like she does. Yeah. On one, I no. guess on one hand, she's not acting like she does. No. But on the other hand, she's been cut off from a source of income, and she has to now find ways to make her income. Yeah. And yeah. the show. Yeah. Playing it up on the show. Yeah. And I, I know they did a lot with her tweets. Or, yeah. or her, I, I don't her know. Social media. Her it's social both. media. Mm-hmm. Where she's posting pictures. Yeah. That's how she makes money. They're insensitive, yes. Yeah. But she also needs to pay her bills right now. No, so. it's it's a weird... Well, and she has a very high standard of living. Right. Like, her glam squad. I mean, we heard... I can't... Now I can't remember. They threw out that number last season or the season before. Right. How much she spends a month on right. her, her beauty. Um, no. And then that house, like, it's definitely, like, not where she was living. But I have no idea about that kind of real estate. But I would guess it's still really, really expensive. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and she is showing up to all these events like full glam. Yeah. So yeah, yeah no, I, I agree. She has to pay her bills, and I, I like the the really like voyeuristic like part of me wants to know all the details of that. Like, what does that really look like? Like, what does her bank account look like? And mm. and how did she? You know, I mean, she had clearly has her paychecks from the show. Yeah. Um, and maybe whatever other money she had coming in from other things, but anyway, um, no, super interesting. Um. Yeah, I guess we'll see too as that gets resolved. Yeah, I just yeah, I just don't love the way she's handling it. And she continues like, I wish I wrote down like her tweet um, from last night's episode or this week's episode that we watched. It's just like, 
she she is just really playing up the victim part in this yeah, and, right. and that's like you know compared to you know what what they've talked about on the show you know Dorit's reaction to the victims and the other housewives yeah. like reactions like it's anyway it's not great right it's not great PR no I agree with that and and I don't she, she should not be playing herself up as a victim no. of this because there are people who are going to be far worse off than she is. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, she'll be okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, totally. she, she has, she has, um, the show, she has talent and yeah. she has opportunities. She'll be okay. Yeah. I think she needs to not portray right now, portray herself as a victim. Yeah. And acknowledge the others that were hurt by all this. Yeah. No, I think that's important for just... If that really is the position she in, she's in, right. just being a person right. is important. But right. maybe this is her person. Mm. What is her person? Because she's... This, this... Her whole reaction to this thing on the show mm-hmm. is very produced and very produced by her. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily the producers of the show... But I just feel like she's, like I said, looked up soap opera acting. I love that. And <laughs> tried to <laughs> implement those lessons yeah. in, in her it, to, it, parts on the show. You are not wrong. I actually look forward to going back and rewatching this season and just picturing like that. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly the poses she's taking, the mm. position she's taking. No, it's, that's exactly what it is. And it's appropriate based on, you know, Beverly right. Hills and right. close to L.A. Right, mm. right. It fits in with the culture. Right. I love that take. I love that. Um, the only other thing I want to mention about Beverly Hills real quick um, is that I just hate Kyle being the queen bee. I just mm. think, like, it just doesn't fit her well. And mm. I think she, she's, she's that role right now. You know, it used to be Vanderpump. And right. I just don't love it. Um, it no, just, it just doesn't fit her. I just, I love you. Well, actually, no, I don't like you, Kyle, but that's okay. I love Kathy, and mm-hmm. um, and it's just she's just very much a beta to me, and so, um, mm-hmm. that's just not her role. Though it seems like they take turns in that family, like being the, the lead sister. But I just don't love her being the the the. And I just think that's what happens with the this group, especially. I think relies on a queen bee, and right. I just don't. It doesn't seem to fit well. And I don't know who I would name queen bee of this group. Um, Rinna has the personality for it. Dorit kind of, um, but I wouldn't love Dorit being the center of everything. I don't know. Anyway, that's just my super judgy comment yeah. about Kyle. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that. I, I don't think, cause I think you see that with Kyle. Um, she's not, I don't think she's willing to really stand up to anybody no. or anything. No. Because I think she's... She seemed to have some skepticism about some of the things Erica was saying. Yeah. And she wasn't pushing it. No. Like, I... I and I... You know, I... She, she didn't seem to be in charge. And honestly, maybe it's Erica. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe. maybe. Because... Maybe. I know um, I had that thought. Um, She seems to be... um in control of a lot of these situations. But, no, yeah. it's true. I'm also like, I'm kind of like as a, as the, uh, the underdog as I, I mean, Garcelle, I think could actually pull that off too. Yeah. Um, but that's if she can, I, I can see her not, I can see her leaving. I can see her just being done with these ladies yeah, after the season. Yeah, for so. sure. For sure. So anyway, anything that you wanted to share about Beverly Hills that. 
Yeah, I can't think of anything um, like, I, that we haven't covered. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, when we get a chance, we'll talk about that more. Salt Lake's our focus right now. So, um, so, uh, and then another, my number one favorite Bravo show is all of the below decks. Mm-hmm. I love all the below decks. And so they have done a, a great job now to like put out the season so that you go from one below deck to the other. So we go from the classic below deck, the OG, and then there's below deck sailing yacht. And then we we're currently in below deck med. Um, it's my favorite show. I don't think we, most of the time we don't miss a Monday um, where it's like, Oh God, I see below deck this week. It's my favorite. I think mm-hmm. it's like the most legit of all the reality series and, um, I could talk on and on about why I like it, but it's my favorite show. Um, so I guess, I mean, I mean, do you feel that way? I've, we've never, I've never asked you that. It's my favorite Bravo show. Do you, is that your favorite Bravo show? Do you have a favorite Bravo show? Um, or where's below deck in your it's, power I, I, I enjoy it. I, I'm not quite sure how to rank it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, to me, it's interesting. Um, it's like. I think it's a good show and it's entertaining. I mean, it's just, it's really interesting. It's like you have this downstairs staff who are Mm -hmm. assholes and Mm douchebags serving other assholes and douchebags. So so to me, it reminds me of, um, it's very... um, I don't know. The, the I, I guess the the British way is yep. you had the upstairs downstairs, upstairs, downstairs people, yep. and yep. you have the downstairs people on the boat, yeah, um, providing service to the upstairs people, yep. on the boat. The downstairs people are douchebags and assholes, mm-hmm. and the upstairs people are also assholes and douchebags. That's amazing. So um, that that can be a difficult thing for me because it's hard to find it, it's hard to find likable people on yeah. the show. It is hard. Yeah. Um that doesn't mean it's not interesting to see I think it's interesting to see the service aspect of, of yeah. um what these people demand and then what the the workers have to do. Yeah. Um but they're all assholes. Yeah, that's, you know, I never thought of it that way. You know, that's a great point. I don't really think of it about me liking them. I think what I like about it the most is that, um, uh, is the setup of it. Is that, like, the the lesser of the asshole douchebags, I would say, is the crew. Mm-hmm. But I guess it depends on the day. Depends on the day. But yeah. they're actually working. You know, like, having to work on that boat, it, that's no, that work is not for, you know, people... I don't know. It's, it's really tough work they have to do, whether they're, you know, interior or the deck. And um, it just seems like a really tough job. And they're in those tiny cabins. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. I think that's what I like about it is you're actually watching them work and you, you the reality is just taken to a different level because the producers, I would guess, cannot get involved the way they can in other reality shows because it's so small quarters anyway they have barely enough room for the cameras to mm-hmm. follow them around, which is why you have those mounted cameras like in the cabins and everything. Right. But it's really these guys working. Um, and so I don't know. There's something about that that really is really intriguing to me is like watching them work. Yeah. No, I think that... And it's interesting. I, yeah, they're working. I don't... 
Yeah, I, I mean, that's a good point. I, it is interesting to watch, watch them work. And I don't mean to... I, I, I Working hard. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, I, I, I think they are. No, they definitely work hard. And yeah. I think it is... A, um, it probably is... Exo- it's, for the deckhands, it's probably a lot of physical labor. Yeah. And, um, but I, I, I mean, I think they are regulated in their working hours. So yeah, they, that's true. they have their regulated breaks and their regulated sleep time. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It is interesting. Um, all this, all the, it, 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 it can be a little gross sometimes to me because the, the things that the, the crew members have to do for the guests oh. gets a little yeah. disgusting to me. Like, like rapey. <laughs> But not really rapey. Not not not, not literal rapey. rape, but right. Rape. But just harassment. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Um, no, it's not. It's not pretty. No, I, I don't think some of the things. No. Where they have to, I don't know. I I, I think there have been where the men have to be in yeah. outfits. I think there was one where somebody had to do like a naked sushi thing or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know. Basically, they'll say "dance for me" and they dance. Yeah, it's true. Um, and and then you see this transaction of the tip, yeah. and it, it it's a little gross. Interesting. Um, it, it's <laughs> it, it rapey. That's interesting. Um, <laughs> I, I, me too. We. <laughs> it, it's me too. We. There you go. That's that's. Um, yeah, that's yeah. really that's a you know Brian. That's a great. Um, I just think that's a great take. Um, because like, you're right when you think about like that, okay, it's 2021 and like, and that this world exists when there's a certain amount of money, there's still this like very, you know, just subject and that's being, you know, objectifying, um, and subjects that need to be, you know, taken care of. And so that's just interesting that, um, I hadn't thought of it that way. Yeah. I, I mean, there's a massive power imbalance. Absolutely. Between those, um, the guests who book the yacht and yep. the crew members and they do things that I think are undignified. Yeah, that's um, a great way to put that it. I don't know that they're comfortable with. Yeah. Um, just to make these money do these new money douchebags happy yeah. and get a bigger tip. No, it's a great um, point. So so there's I mean, I think there's um, interesting stuff there in there for the the service industry and yeah. what they have to do to make yeah. their to make their money. Not that not that the people um, downstairs are great human beings either. No, <laughs> no, it's so anyway, and it, it, and I'm here for every minute of it. It's so funny, like you were just saying that. I'm like, oh, I'm like, yep, and I love it. Um, but it, that's and and the, what's interesting is how many of these crew members we've seen have made it all the way through college. Um, and they have their degrees and they come and do this and subject themselves to this as a way to go see the world, right? That's what they get out of it. And mm-hmm. then they get not a ton of money, but they get a decent amount of money very quickly. Um, I, I, I've been, I'm thinking about like what they could actually make in a year. I mean, they probably just go spend it cause then they go travel, but no, it, it's an interesting dynamic and the types of people who we see working these jobs, it's very mixed. 
Mm-hmm. It's it's educated. It's people who also are you know went right grew up in this, and so they go right to it. But anyway, uh, it's an interesting dynamic. Right, and I th- I think they make their year's worth of money in a few months. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know what I mean? And then yeah. they just go travel and yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, some stuff to think about next time we watch it on Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, well, then let's go on to like the stuff real quick for those that have made it all the way through our Bravo stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll share those things we watch. They're not Bravo. We just enjoy entertainment. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to mention we, we watch Impeachment. We just started watching the new um, Ryan Murphy uh, American Crime Story. Yeah. Um, we're caught up with that two episodes. Um, uh, we also are really enjoying Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. Um, that's winding down. Loving that. Um, we just finished. We binged the chair per recommendations from our friends at Radio From Hell. Bill recommended the chair. Loved it. Um, that was the one with Sandra O. Oh. oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I can see the look on your face. Like, which was that? Like, we go through so much. Right. We consume so much. Gotcha. And then, of course, Penguin Town. Um, which we also was a recommendation from Carrie, um, and we enjoyed that as well. Um, Is there anything else that is worth sharing that is part of our repertoire of um, shows and stuff? No, those are the ones that I'm most excited about. Yeah. I mean, yeah. um, God, those stupid seals on... I know. (laughs) Penguin Town. They're evil. We we didn't ever... I didn't know. I know. And then now there's that beer commercial... Um, I can't remember which beer it is, um, where it features a seal and I'm like, uh-uh, no seals. We don't right. like you anymore. It's your penguin eaters. Right. <laughs> right. And damn it, Junior. He's just, he's <laughs> special needs penguin. No, so. <laughs> but he made it. He got his molt on and he got out. With a little help. Yeah. What's wrong with that? He's a special no. needs penguin. <laughs> he had to be taken out of class. And taken to the special ed teachers. And a little and special direction is never a bad, bad thing. <laughs> we True. appreciate those teachers. And we what do. <laughs> we do. We do. Another penguin save. And also, because of a goddamn seal. We know that he got injured and he got... It was because of a goddamn seal that he had to yeah. go to that. Right. Go to the sanctuary or whatever. Right. Junior. <laughs> I haven't heard much from him lately. No. He must be fine in his yeah. sanctuary. Yeah. <laughs> No, I think he went out with they all the with yeah. all the blues is what they call them or yeah. something. Right. Yeah, right. with the with the graduating class. Yeah, good for him. <laughs> all right. Well, we have done it. Um, I want to wrap up in true housewife fashion, like each of our episodes, with our rose and the thorn of the week. It can be related to Bravo. It doesn't have to mm-hmm. be related to Bravo. Um, I'll go first. Um, I'm so excited football's back. That's mm-hmm. my rose. Mm-hmm. Um, my thorn is that I lost most of my bets the, on week one. <laughs> but I'm here for it. I love it. So uh, what about you? Um, I, I'm glad Salt Lake's back. Mm. I mean, Amen. that's that's great. Amen. Um, yeah, football's back. I was going to... That's so funny. My thorn was going to be your football bet. <gasps> Perfect. I mean, that was just <laughs> ugly. That was a beat down i i you know i got adventurous i you know i've i, I enjoy football betting I, I had some good times it'll be fun to share that actually here yeah. we'll keep everybody updated um i tried to do a three team tease um with who i should have brought it down it was, it was the rams the packers and it does you got anyway. killed <laughs> I, I, let's just say I placed four different bets. I only won one of them. I won half of my money back. All right, we're going to hit the sports book again tomorrow because we can do that in Reno, Nevada. 
and we'll report again and see. But I mm-hmm. won for four in week one for my bets. Yeah, or how, I guess either way. I know. I know. Brian just says I got killed. <laughs> All right. Well, I will figure out a sign off. My funny one is smell you later. <laughs> my, my sports one is bravo on me, bravo on three. <laughs> how about that? I like smell you later. All right. All right. I guess I'll see you around the mansion. Yeah. <laughs> As it is. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Smell you later. Right.